All right. So this is, I think this is number, this will be number eight. Number eight. Good. But uh, yeah, thanks for coming and just like Rome. being a part of the first like little bit. So I was trying to think of this before, like where, where do you, where do you remember me from first? I want man. Yeah. fitness. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Sales rep. I remember when you guys came in and started like buying stuff for the gym. Yeah. It was like, Sarah. Yeah. And all. Yeah, 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 yeah. When, so when did you, so I guess like, obviously a lot of the guests that I have coming on, I know really well and yeah. just naturally some of the feedback is like everyone else does. And so without too, without making it too formal, sure. introduce yourself. Kind of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Corey and I, I own Fit Club Boot mm-hmm. Camps, so another gym in the city. Um, yeah, I walked into Flaman Fitness and that's where I started buying some equipment because I lived around the corner there. Yeah. So I just lived two seconds from there. So it was the first place that I uh, started putting. They're gone now. Do you oh know yeah, they're all gone. Yeah. So I've, I've watched all the gym stores pretty much go through an overhaul, but I used to work at TD bank for nine years and started uh, the gym at the same time. So I was doing the bank full time. I was prepping for a show and then I was running part time. I rented hours on the turf at my current location uh, and did group training. Really? So I just went up and down my Facebook list. So when you were getting that equipment from there, that was when you were starting? Yeah. What year was that? Because like, you're in almost year 10 now. So yeah, that makes sense. Because I'm set, I'm almost on year seven here. So I was going to say it's like seven, eight years ago that I started buying equipment yeah. with some of the money just to help the group training. So the, the owner, the old owners of the gym weren't really motivated to make it in anything. Yeah. And I was the only one bringing in people and Sarah had rented from them. So then what happened was the lease I took over. So one of the guys bailed, disappeared, screwed some people over. Um, and then I bought half the gym equipment Yeah, and took over half the lease from another owner. And then in came Mike. I don't know if you know Mike Mass or Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. So interesting, interesting relationship. It what didn't go very well. Yeah. Um, and then he disappeared. So then people were trying to come after me for what Mike did thinking I would give them money. And I was like, I'm just half on the lease. Like, yeah. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Keep me out of it. Right. So Sarah then came into the partnership on the lease. So we were a joint liability and she did her whole program in the gym, ran her She's personal still training. There? No, 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 no. Um, and I then, I knew that. I know yeah, that, yeah. So she, she bailed, she did a bunch of different stuff. And then when it came down to the lease renewal, so we spent five years there, um, jointly together. Three of them, I think were on the lease name. Yeah. And I pretty much just ran it all. And she just got to come in whenever she wanted and paid rent. Yeah. So yeah. I paid the other half. Yeah. 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 Uh, and we ran separate businesses. And then it just, it, it kind of went a little bit to the wayside. She wanted half of, she wanted the same money she paid for the equipment three years prior. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, no. you can take it. And then there was a big stink there. So then people were trying to get money from me for that. And I said, I just don't want to buy it for that price. Yeah. I have the other half yeah. of the same stuff and it's not worth it. I wouldn't sell it for that, <laughs> to myself. For to that. myself, exactly. So I just don't want to buy it. Yeah. And so then it just became me and then ushered in a new partner uh, in 2015. Was it 2015? No, 2016. And then by the time the kids were born, I was doing a lot of the work and we had a conversation and then that's when that partner left now it's and it's just been you. me since 2017 and just running the show and growing it, the business. you like it that way oh yeah same like i'm solo here yeah. too and it's uh i guess we kind of i guess you had a little bit more years on me but like it's funny that 
Yeah. Because you left the shop yeah. to open your own. Yeah, I kind of did it at the same time. Yeah. And like it was a good transition because I could get good discounts on the equipment there, right. some good discounts. And then, yeah, I, I, for me, it was like I had, I was driving, I was looking at places. I always wanted to do it because I was like, Flamin's not like, obviously don't want to be here forever. No. And then, I was looking at a spot and we, I lived downtown at the time over, I was looking in white Oaks and I drove okay. past this building on my way home from like the last meeting of the other place. And this was 2015. Mm -hmm. And then I drove past this building that said for lease. And it was just like a, I was like, Oh, let me call. Like, let and me from see the street. There, looks right? like a hole in the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I, I called them and it was like the best thing. And it was like, all I had, I originally had six trainers that were like, I guess I convinced or were friendly enough to jump on board with sure. me as far yeah. as like, they just, I eventually, essentially I had the space at the gym. This is what rent would be. I would make my living just like the trainers. So at sure. the very beginning, I set it up to be like probably too fair, but at the time it's really what I wanted anyway. So I took, you know, rent divided by seven people and everyone paid that. And like, that was that. And then we yeah. just slowly like, got equipment but and then obviously so slowly expanded but it's i've never done like the group training stuff like that it's always Based. been like one-on-one -on -one private and then obviously now with like the private memberships but it's funny how like we both kind of had the same past but like you know different structures different gyms, structure for sure yeah like in the gym setup is is interesting at our place a little bit different than anywhere in the city um, so we've expanded throughout the pandemic. I opened more space. Um, but what we have is 4,800 square feet of open gym space. That yeah. is, uh, the group training side. And so that was the first or that, that was the, the most first. recent. Yeah. That was the most, that was the first one we started there, but originally it was the outside of the gym where it was like five by seven mats yeah, around yeah. the, I've that seen, was I all saw, the personal training. I saw that those pictures. And yeah. I remember that. yeah. So everything was going on on the outside, but then you had like 15 people on the turf on the inside doing the group training. Yeah. So you have music, one people's playing music, everybody wants something different, everybody's barking at each other, yelling, people are PTing in the corner. It was just a mess. Yeah, but it's funny because like that was you so just good. make do with what you oh, have. Yeah. Like that's like us, man. If you see pictures, it's like no rubber mats, sure. concrete floors, yes. like you had like makeshift things and like you just, we just make kept do buying with stuff. what you do. For as, you, sure. as money but came like, in the door, we'd buy, we'd buy. Never went into debt, nothing like that. Same. I always just bought it as it came up yeah. and like just slowly people accepted evolved. It. Yeah. And yeah. people like are down to support if you're doing the right thing. Sure. And then if the, the, I find that like a lot of those people that are there were there then are still here now and they just like see the transition. Well, and they've been along the whole time. journey. Yeah. It's really cool when you see that. And, and we've, We've had people like I was talking last night in the class. I had this one guy. I said, I've been here for 10. He's been here for seven. Yeah. And we yeah. like know each other really well. Yeah. Right. He's just supported the whole time. So then the transitions just kept coming. So then I expanded. I was like to the landlord. I'm like, I need more space. Yeah. Right. And he's like, well, I don't have any more. So then I started looking mm -hmm. and I went across the street actually where signature graphics is now, but I put a deal in and I was ready to sign. So we are all meeting up for the signatures and then someone part like a third party partner from Toronto looked at the deal and said, Oh, it's a gym. And he kiboshed oh, it. Oh, no way. He said they're not very reliable. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. Yeah, I get that. But that's not me. Yeah. Like, here's my books, yeah. here's my statements, here's everything. Like, it's there. We're successful. So, anyways, it was a big leap because I was going like 2200 in rent up to like 7,000. Yeah. But it was like three, four times the space and it would have been pretty cool to set up. I was excited. It had like this little L-shaped lobby entrance. 
had a big open room. It had side rooms that were all like office size, but yeah. probably a little bit, probably like half of this room was each room. Yeah. So yeah it was yeah. a showroom for like um, hot tubs and spas. Okay. So they sectioned it all off and I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a practitioner. Yeah, office, yeah, yeah, practitioner. totally. You just put so out, yeah. 700 bucks a month, 700 yeah. bucks a month. I had all the rent covered before I even started my business yeah. in the rooms. Yeah. And I was like, man, this is a cool place. Yeah. Ready to sign. I'm like, yeah. oh, take a big step. And then they kibosh. So like, what do you think? You think like, did it work out? I guess you're probably not going to say otherwise either way. Right. Like, but like, does it, do you like, I've had probably at the time, unrealistic, oppor- maybe not unrealistic opportunities, but opportunities that like were a lot more far-fetched. Sure. Than I thought probably not just like you sound like it was good to go, but like, I'm like, man, imagine I would have got that building. Like, would it have been way better or would I be in a, like what, I guess what space no, would I, get I be it. in different yeah, like, like I had an opportunity in a partnership that um, I was go- I was going to take, and then things kind of un- started unraveling even on that side, and some things started sounding like, "Whoa, this isn't really a partnership." And then all of a yeah. sudden, the lease fell through, and I was just like, "Oh man!" So like what, I dodged what, a bullet. What I, just because the, the partnership thing? Like, do you? How did? Did you always want to have partners? Did you find yourself like floating towards partners? No, I think it was insecurity. Yeah, okay. fear of being successful on your own, doing it on your own. So I was like, it's always easier with someone. See, like I, I would, I get that now because yeah. I'm sure there's other, there's times within the this gym that would have, I would have accelerated faster or gotten to different places had I had a partner because, mm-hmm. um, well, basically not having a partner in the gym made me like entertain the fact of having partners in other businesses because you're kind of held accountable and stuff like that. But for the same reason, it's like insecure. I was like, I almost wanted to be completely solo because I didn't have, there was no chance for me to let a partner down or something like that. So opposite feeling. I I guess it's kind of the same, but yeah, opposite at the same time. So like I just, me, I never had instances where like I got screwed over or felt like, I wasn't holding up my end of the deal or, or vice versa. Like, did you go you, through that a couple oh, yeah. times before you're like, I had fuck two partners. lawyers. I had two lawyers trying to call me and take me to court. Really? And I, for things I didn't do, I wasn't even responsible for. And then I defended a court uh, battle that someone was coming after me for money that they lent to someone else that was involved. In so just gym. luck of the draw, oh, just, I guess. It was just, well, I don't even know if it's luck of the draw. It was just, it, it was terrible. Like there was certain times, like I think a partnership gives you, yields some great things if you can find a great partner. For sure. But very rarely do you hear great partner success stories. Yeah. And to be able to quantify like what person does what and at what level and how much effort they're putting it's in. Almost but almost yeah. has to be unsaid type of thing. Right, like, but then the paper says they're split 50 yeah, 50 yeah, yeah. or you know 33 percent if yeah. it's three so i look around in other industries and stuff like that that have partners i think they work in specific industries more so than others but i yeah. still think that the dynamic like if i talk to anybody for instance i was talking to a friend the other day and they had jointly bought a building yeah and then they had to go buy one out because when something comes to let's repair the roof yeah then all three partners or four partners don't agree. Yeah. And then it becomes a challenge. And you just have to buy one. Well, you got to buy them out. Or whatever. To get it done. Or just be bitter. Or yeah. So now you have is. a roof expense and a partner buyout. Yeah. So I was super lucky when my one partner did um, vacate the business. He just left it as is. He took his clients, did his own thing, um, and then left me with so the space. So you'd, you'd opt in, like kind of looking back, you just, if, if there's stuff like that, you kind of hear Kilo. Kilo's here, not most. She's okay. not here. 
most of the time I've been doing stuff at night, so yeah, she's yeah. not here, but yeah, it's fine. Um, what was I saying? Uh, partner. Yeah, just like with the partner and leaving the business and the opting out and the buyouts. I don't remember what I was going to say. Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Oh, so like would you – so would you – opt to hiring people underneath you way faster than like because like you could just you know take as much as you could on yourself and then start delegating tasks say the profit of the business is 150 grand a year you're 75 to a partner yeah yeah exactly versus that's a thirty-five thousand dollar position versus yeah exactly right totally so you're now 40 grand Mm -hmm. ahead if you just hire out so that's what i've done um like we built a team there's 11 of us on the team Mm -hmm. And then I rent again to trainers just like you. Yeah. So our, our, our gym is set up that there's three units side by side inside. Now you can walk through the whole thing. It used to be separated because the landlord gave me the first unit because the people went, retired and went out of business. So I was inside on the end unit and then I was teaching group. I'd run to the front unit outside <laughs> to teach PT yeah. and then back and forth running the business. So in the wintertime, man, it was the worst. Um, Awful. These are just questions that I'm, that I come up. So like you have a team, what's your, what do you, is your team people working for you? Yeah. They run the group uh, program. So trainers like kind of They're all trainers. Um, some of them are groomed from members up to trainers. Do they you know do, the program. So outside of trainers, cause I've had a little, I've had a few trainers over the years, like work for Showtime, the rest have just rented. And that's kind of just been a learning curve for me. It's like, ah, let's try it as mm. far as, you know, having an employee versus, or it's hard to do more that. More of a subcontractor, I guess, yeah. technically yeah. than like a, a rent sell a contract client to them. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, so what I'm getting at is like day to day operations. It's still just all you, like those people are strict. Like you don't have a manager looking after like no. managing the space, like there's managing one, the business. There's one, Allison, she's like the operations manager. She does all the back end stuff. But she also handles a lot of the customer care yeah. issues and stuff like that. But she's an instructor as well, so she's a jack of all trades. She's kind she of added on to the yeah. To-do she list. does everything. She's like she runs the business when I'm not there. Without her, we wouldn't be where we are. And can you like? Do you ever see yourself hiring someone to do the day to day stuff? Like, do you train? What's your I train? You do still? I'm on the turf teaching group. I'm on. Do you, do you just, full book. do you just enjoy that? Yeah, I, do. I guess you, yeah. Cause like I don't, right. Like right. I, I, not that I don't, I mean, I just, I did it for a while. Like I did that full, like I opened the gym with the sure. anticipation of making a living like everyone Writing else in out. there. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, I don't know if not to, cause you obviously like want more and more and more as far as just like overall success. But mm. I just found the time in the gym would start taking away from like time elsewhere, even just like growing the business. Uh, maybe it's just an excuse because well, I don't like, I well, don't. It depends the business model. Yeah. Like it depends what you're trying to grow. True. So for instance, like you've got here, you look at the business, you've got trainers that are training their clients. Mm-hmm. You run the supplement side of things. Um, you've got your entertainment side starting up, but mm-hmm. like, I don't fully know your business model. Like where do you make your income? So we have, so I have, uh, from the trainers, um, we have a wellness program now that's like doing really well. So that's like, a uh, one guy that's, uh, you know, has all his skills and assets that we've delegated for a a wellness program, kind of like an active rehab type of, um, hands on. Yeah. Like rehab side to it. And then the members, so you make money off the private membership, private membership, again, the wellness too, and the trainers like now, now it's everything's running at full, right? 
So yeah. until you get to that point, it's just luckily for me and probably for you, like I've been able to like, we started with a quarter of it. Then we got the other or the other three quarters as we grew and sure. as we could expand, like I, I, when this, when the first side, I had the rent covered before I had it. Mm -hmm. Um, before then I expand, I, when I expanded, I, I instantly had the rent covered for that. When I expanded again, I was like, oh, I need to get, you know, X amount of members to cover that side. Right. And that came really easy. And then, and then we have the store. Honestly, the store came kind of with this space up to here. So I had the store and I was for like a year, I wanted to rent it out to like a physiotherapist sure, or a yeah. massage therapist. And they're just, you know, unless you get super lucky and find the exact right person that's mm. going to like kind of mesh with your building and just respect you, I guess. Sure, yeah. um, that kind of was like, uh, you know, wasted time trying to find that. And I was like, we have, we bought, uh, Jade and Josh bought the Herks. Oh, they did. Out. Okay. So uh, we had, we actually were going to, they were going to do a pop-up shop supplements up here right. and just until the inventory went out because it was a full store worth of inventory. You bought all the inventory. Yeah, from the two stores. Right. So then that sat up here for a while, actually. And then I think right around then COVID hit or we, it had it happened. Was, and that then happened before. It happened about, I think it was like a year before mm -hmm. COVID. Mm -hmm. So within that year, they got the supplements. They were, they were selling it up here we're gonna do like official pop-up shops up here blah 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 the kind of everything gets put on hold and i was like let's do yeah that's right so it was right at the beginning of covid or a few months before covid i was like let's do you know andy roth he does uh, he did a lot of like uh, he does like wood steel wood oh work. yeah i've seen you tag it. he did yeah. a bunch of stuff for factory yes yeah. a lot of the stuff in factory yes, his stuff yeah. so he i was like you know what let's put a really nice store in downstairs make it like nice and boutique we have the the members for it mm -hmm. and honestly the, the didn't cost me anything in rent because we already had the space so i was like oh we'll put it down there make an attempt at it and like if all Does else it fails do well now? it goes right yeah. like it because your members it, it's relative rent. because there's no rent yeah. There's no employees, oh. you know, me and Jade, like right now the store is open, sure. but, uh, it's kind of like booked by appointment to come buy your stuff. Kind of, or like, it's such a small community with the building itself yeah. that it's like everyone kind of gets it. But sure. Popeye's is closed downtown. Spar Spartans is closed downtown. They shut them all down. The SNH in gallery is closed. Oh. So there's no supplement stores downtown now. So now we're starting to find, find like, people are coming. I'm like, how'd you hear about this? Or, oh, you're the first one on Google search in the area oh, of downtown. That's so amazing. that's cool. Right. So, yeah. um, getting back to that, like I was always able to scale up without stress without of risk. like covering yeah. bills. Right. And then sure. it will kind of, I guess if you want to talk about this, the COVID thing is like this whole facility is like built for COVID. So I had, I don't know how much you know if I'm repeating myself or not, but when we had the only PT side, it was, uh, I had a lot of clients saying, hey, can I like pay you yeah. an uh, inflated price to come here yeah. and work out on my own without my trainer? And I was like, I, I can't do that just because it's a slippery slope that yeah. if one person does it, then, you know, like it kind of takes away from the privateness of it yes. all. So yeah. I was like, it'd be really cool to have a space where I could like just offer like, 50 people a gym a gym for them to go on their yeah. own be one two people in there at a time uh and just what if they just, all show up at once it, there's 50 people though it doesn't it, it just by natural just by number sake yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like if if same with me i got 150 plus members and they if, don't all if, show up if palisat if good life has sure. 2,000 members none of them are you know like yeah. so 
the whole structure of this place is like built for COVID. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, and, and it's again, kind of getting into like, I guess how COVID's expect, affected your business and mine. It's like, I feel, well, I'm, I guess I'll let you answer this yeah. before I assume, but like, I, yeah, how did, co it was how it, it good or us? bad for business? Uh, it has both elements. It's bad because you're not affecting your clients the same. Obviously, like you're not you, in front there's of no real like good way it could be affected, I guess. But like, yeah, well, there is because each time we went into lockdown, I, I repaired something yeah, major yeah. that needed shut down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like it needed the time with no one in the space. So we painted, we just painted the whole gym. Yeah. So it looks beautiful now and everybody loves it and all that kind of stuff. So all that got done we were able to expand the middle room of the space. So we just had it as overflow, but now it's a, it's a studio. I've got nine spin bikes so yeah, we can I run spin that, yeah. and then we can also do the virtual ride. So if anybody wants to pop in, they can go on and it's part of the membership. So it allowed, it allowed value to be added. So a membership increase and all that kind of stuff came through, it gave me an office. It connected the other units. So the PT studio is now inside the whole same spot. Yeah. So we just walk through. It gave me a back hallway to have my practitioner have yeah. her own office so she can operate and pay rent. It gives us a kitchen, a shower. It gave us so much stuff all within the pandemic because someone went out of business. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, in that yeah. respect, it was good. Um, the business has been profitable. So today. I, I guess, it. do you, do you have a, did you get, I know I think we talked about this while it was happening. Like, did you have flexibility or not even flexibility, just like reasonability from your landlord or no. not really? I've never missed a payment, but like and he's never given me really any help. So that's like, I like me, I have an ultra realistic and sure, you know, I'm in a super lucky position where yeah, I've never missed anything like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know, like I'm, I'm driving, like you said, so same with me, we shut down for the first little bit. Uh, that first like shock of COVID and I sure. ripped apart the gym for three months. I remember it. I yeah, would yeah. never been able to do that. Literally never been able to do that unless I shut the gym down for and six months. And then you're months. shutting like six, seven, eight people out of their livelihood. And my own, and like you own. can't yeah. like, right. So I got a little bit of help from landlord just being like, you know, what can we do? And, and honestly, a lot of it just gave me the ability to pass it down to the trainers, sure. you know, so everyone kind of bit a little bullet and then, Everyone, but, but everyone else was facility. able to like facility. They're able yeah. to like kind of, you know, not stress about not having a place. And, you know, that everyone paid like a fraction of what their normal rent was and kind of everyone won. And then the same thing I could, you know, read, you know, kind of do a full 360 on the gym. Sure. Um, Give you time to, because when you're working in your business, it's difficult. Yeah. You don't see the things you need to do to work on your business. Yeah, totally. So then removing yourself a little bit. And that's where I'm at too. So having people train a lot of the group stuff. Yeah. Um, even in this last lockdown, it was, it was wonderful because I was training quite a bit. Like I was putting, I don't know, in four days I had over 65 hours. Yeah. Right, you know, on, <laughs> Man, good for you. Like business. I just, I, yeah. Like I, I'm a grinder, but that's my personality. Yeah. Like I'll put my head down. Like for instance, the middle room had tile floor underneath. It had carpet glued to it. Oh, and I it had rubber mats on top of it. Yeah. So in six hours, yeah. I had the whole floor pulled up. Yeah. yeah. Where it would have been, you know, three days. For no, totally. A company to I do mean, it. yeah, I, I get that. And I like that. Like here, like I, you know, some of the stuff in there looking back on, I'm like, why did I ever do that by myself? Sure. Why did I ever sure. like, but that's, it was, you learn yeah, right? and, and you grow. It kind of, then you make and, money and, and you then pay you people. do it anyways. Yeah. And like, yeah. you know, like I'm the same as far as like doing like the ridiculous stuff, you know, putting sure. up like 
we got one of those squat rack three rig oh yeah the rigs and yeah. i put it up all by my like i just i'm like but that's a lot of cranking yeah and i was yeah, like yeah, in there different. for like 12 hours straight like you I know jason you know jason arnold he does the builds for fitness depot oh yeah so, yeah he so comes in and he does builds it? all my stuff really oh you yeah. just pam cash or something okay good to know he does all that stuff good to know he comes in does the repairs some machines he takes forever don't think you're gonna get it done oh, fast because that's he's, fine yeah he's as long as you know what you're getting in. he's doing a ton of stuff but he does it all right yeah he builds gyms so so did you like i guess this is kind of you can dance around like we're, did you guys shut down completely each time we did shut Mostly. down completely until the last time this last lockdown, we went under the Mental Health Act yeah. and did some training. The second, like the second last lockdown, the last week we opened up, yeah. uh, I did some clients that were like hurting. Mm -hmm. like they were reaching out and being like, Corey, like it's rough. Yeah. So I was like, okay, man, I'll, I'll take you. And then this last one, we didn't shut down the personal training, but we've always shut down the group. Yeah. Always, always, it's always. It's tough because like even when I like, when I sit down and realize my situation and like compare it to like you guys or gyms that are like strictly, you know, like the CrossFit gyms that are strictly group, or group like, yeah. maybe they're not, I don't want to be offensive to them. Maybe they're not just, that's my sure narrow mindedness towards yeah, they CrossFit probably do PT gyms, in there, but, but yeah, I was like, it's totally different. Like if you have a, a group group style setup, like there's no way around that. You got to basically, hard. but I know for us, like, we this last one we stayed open we didn't change a single thing yeah and there was there was like nothing and i know we've talked about this like i've had probably f i got 13 bylaw people their cards from the over the last year yeah. of coming by they didn't come by once this time i don't know if they came by you at all I've they never didn't come. i've never seen them once really Two i years it's i think at the fur at the beginning because we have like because we have that 50 member facility. Yeah. So 50 members. So we have 50 Maybe people. that was on the radar. We were, we were full pre-COVID with 50 members. So obviously once COVID hit, it's like every single time there's a, a, a shutdown notice coming, oh, yeah. it's like hundreds of emails in my email box saying, can I get a membership? Can I get a membership? Can wow. I get a membership? So naturally all those pile up into a wait list because pre-COVID we sure. were full. So it's like... The the you could I could probably open six more gyms just based on the wait list, but wow. I don't. I guess so. Well, having send them over to me, man. I got space. If you need members, hundred yeah. percent. Like I've been looking at. I like. There's yeah. Absolutely. There's strategies to actually sell those. Really, like, I don't want to you, sell them. Well, you can have them. I'll, do you know what I mean? I like there's any, business kickbacks. There's stuff that we can do. Like we can talk I'll send, about all that uh, stuff. I send emails to my waiting list, and I'll. I, I've been cool, actively yeah. looking for gyms to put on there to go because yeah. I don't want to like, not to be a dick, but like the turnover in our members is so low yeah. that I, I keep myself, I keep 50 key fobs on my hand or like I started with 50. I never got more yeah. because if, you know, if someone like comes and asks and is nice enough about it, I'm just going to be wanting to give them key fobs right. and then 50 comes 75. No one 70. will have a spot. Yeah. And, and yeah, you know, yeah, it kind of like it waters down the private mm -hmm. feel to it. But mm -hmm. getting back to the, the COVID thing, it's like when we first opened, when we first got locked down, it was so easy for me to like, almost talk one-on-one -on -one with sure. 50 members. Sure. Like if I have 50 members coming in one at a time on the hour, everyone more or less still gets their time in the gym sure. because the 50 number is so relatively small compared yeah. to like what people- it's a boutique feel, personal training feel. 
yeah. very exclusive feel. So and we you set it up perfect. So we had all of those people like, and then all the people that got told they were going to go on a waiting list or they couldn't, they're it's calling, right? So it's calling to it's complain. Oh, so that's when bylaw comes is when you get a complaint towards you only like these guys that came told me it's like we don't come unless someone complains so you know it's like so you had 13 complaints well essentially over the years or yeah the year, yeah for sure cards. yeah a little bit of both so people were disgruntled that they couldn't yeah, get a membership sure. and said hey they're running a group even, they're running still yeah and and, oh. and and back then it was even more so like people cared even more people like not that they're not today but like a year and a, a year ago they were like rat rat, rat oh, not yeah. like uh, whoever you know i'm sure there sure. was a lot of that going on yeah. so but at the end of the day, we never face to find. They don't really. know what they're trying to find me for. I don't know what I'm trying to defend. So sure. it's kind of just all like yeah. washed in the wind. But um, yeah, this last time we stayed completely open and you would have never known. Well, I think like, it's we're in the field of making people healthier. Yeah. And we can be that like a dead horse, right? Totally. Like, and we should have been open as, the whole as time. long as you're like, like, it's weird because I see these gyms, not to name names, but like I know one in three people that I talked to in the last month were driving down to Sarnia to go to Sharky's. Sharky's. Yeah. I'm like, I don't like if you're a big gym and it's just a thing and you want to get as as many members in there as possible, then sure. But it's kind of like, I could never bring myself to like double my membership rate sure. or like compromise that. Yeah. I could never do the gouging. Yeah. I haven't, until January 1st of this year, I hadn't raised rates in three years. Yeah. At my gym. Yeah. Like I kept it at unlimited membership was a hundred bucks. You mm -hmm. can do unlimited group training and then the personal training side. So that feeds kind of the personal training studio for all the trainers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So even the trainers that rent from me that aren't part of the fit club, they just do their own thing. They get clients. Totally. Just by osmosis. As everyone them. wins. And that's yeah. the thing too. It's not like you, like even with my guys here, like, or with Jade or, people the trainers that were under showtime at one point it's like if i want to give as many clients to as many people as i can it's right, like it's exactly. not like we're trying we to all like, eat at the same yeah. table so the same thing happens so if a client goes to them they just pay rent on that client all the time yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. otherwise there's a cap so if someone brings in their own clients they can train 100 hours mm -hmm. anything over 100 is all their take Okay. So a thousand bucks a month. Yeah, yeah. But if they don't make it, they pay what they've yeah. used. And that's really like, yeah, totally it's reasonable. It's totally reasonable. That's so, what I am too. And right. I don't, and luckily, luckily it doesn't take that much to get to that point. Like no. these, the trainers are make, they're, char they're charging fair rates sure. in turn. That's a decent income. Sure. So to get, but if anytime, like anyone's like not got there, it's just like, okay, well then let's do this this month or whatever. Like sure, you everyone them. wins, but yeah, you help them grow. it's, uh, and some don't want to work that much. Yeah, exactly. I found that too. Yeah. Some of them want to be 50 Part -time, hours a month. Yeah. 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 So that's 50 hours. If they're charging 60, 70, 80 bucks, it's more than they what are. they're making full time somewhere right. else. And if that's what they want to do, or they've got kids and it's a supplementary income or something, then I accept kind of all of that. Yeah. Um, and it's a free for all. Like they come in whenever they want, they have a key to the spot, yeah. open the doors and work out. Do you have how many trainers do you have? Is that like that 10? There's team about of there's, 10 type of thing. There's nine trainers that rent and do their PT. Yeah. And then there's a group of nine of us. There's 10, including, um, Emma and then a group of nine of us that run the group side. Oh, so decent amount. Do you, and some of the group do PT on their own as well. So we do trade offs. So the hours they work for me, it comes off their yeah. rent. Do you find trainers wise? Do you, do you often, do you get trainer, a lot of trainers inquiries? Yeah. Do you, do you get any 
uh, solid trainer inquiries? Yes. <laughs> like the trainers. ones that are there now are solid. Are they all busy? No, like one one is only there like 300 bucks a month. Yeah. Other one's there like 500. Another one's 700. Another one's 1,000. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. Is, other one is full-time, but it works for me as well. So we do trades mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So quality trainers. I think our team now today is the strongest it's ever been. Yeah, yeah. same, same. Like the education sure. level, just the professionalism. Like I've gone through some trainers that, you know, they don't treat it the same. Yeah, no. They're never going to love it as much as you do. It's your it's your business. Yeah. But um, I think we're at a, a spot where everybody respects the space. Mm -hmm. You know, the biggest thing is to stop wearing your damn outdoor shoes indoor. <laughs> <laughs> you can't sure beat we that. Go, we lose oh. sleep about the same things oh, on yeah. a regular yeah. basis. The stupid it's stuff, like, right? It's like, guys, like salt stains, doing push-ups. You guys allow like, chalk in there? We do. <laughs> how we do, how much very, do you hate chalk? Oh, I know. The handprints on the floor. Everywhere. It's like I get handprints on the most ridiculous spots. I'm I like, know. what the, the hell? Why are you touching that? With chalk on yeah. your hand. Like, it's like this is a hamstring curl machine. Yeah. You know, or yeah. whatever. It's like. I do see those things and I, I pick them out and I'm like, oh my gosh. You, de you definitely roll in your grave for those little ones. But. The end of the day, you're laughing that's about the, it. That's the that's at the extent yeah, of the problem, and that's your responsibility of sure. owning the gym. You I can't like cleaner, or whatever it gets clean, you turn your eye on it. Yeah, there you go. But um, yeah, it's a fun industry. I think like you, it's really rewarding. Obviously, you yeah, see a totally. lot of changes in people, and you've made. Oftentimes, you forget that as the owner, it's like okay, you drive into work and you're quiet, and you're like, I'm in this because of that. Yeah, it's it's it, honestly what really I think brought probably places like mine and yours together even more is like covid like sure. the trend like you it's never been more evident like me and you everyone knows that like health is important but like sure. it's like that community and the i guess yeah just the community within like being healthy and like that sure. you've established in your gym that it's like everybody supports everybody you have i have nurses you know doctors lawyers and they're the ones saying i need to come in here my to keep going crazy. and yeah. you know everything else is closed and then that's what makes my decision like oh i can't i can't shut these people out again i have the ability the ability to have more of a situation where i can feel like i can make the right decision to do that yeah. if you have a group setting or a, a you know a crossfit style i don't know why you keep using if you have a group style gym your hands are tied it's like if 20 well, people yeah. want to come in together it's just you can't do it but, you know, when you have that, like, such strong community, like, having your back and it's small enough that I feel I can manage it, yep. it's, like, the easiest decision is staying open well, for the people. You're just doing the right that, thing. Yeah, exactly. At totally. the end of the day, you did the right thing, um, whether it's popular or not. Yeah. There's certain ones that don't think it is, and there's others that are thanking you for it. So yeah. we're kind of in the same scenario where it was optics that really made the decisions. So what it looked like to go against the grain. Totally. And versus, that's like, I think we had this conversation yeah. like on the very first time. It's like, I don't want to be the gym that said, like, this is, that's, that was our train of thought. Yeah. We don't want to be a martyr. Yeah. We don't want to be the people that are like, everyone else is closed and we're like, staying open taking advantage sure and and like a year and a half of it it's like i get that train of thinking but it changed it wasn't really fair i guess no. i guess when it kept happening kept happening well, it kept all taking, get like it took food off my kids plate it's totally you know I mean it started taking things away from our life and they weren't giving it back yeah. and we went back and forth on the grant money we went back and forth yeah. talking like yeah. you got yeah. yours and i was waiting for yeah. mine and i was like well what's going on like it was ridiculous it took forever even then too even the one that's supposed to be coming now 
two of the Jade's already got and Josh have already got the email saying it, and I probably won't get it till the end of February saying, Can, can you? Oh, like, you haven't like, got the email yet. Have you? I got my email. <laughs> I haven't even got. So I better check. But over. Like, yeah, so you're so, on the back end now. I don't know. They flipped the people that they screwed over the first time to the front of the, the line. Front of the line. <laughs> now like, you're in the back of the line. Yeah, I'm it's like, just, yeah, I don't know. I guess. But they put a lot of money together in a very quick time for small businesses. If yeah. you were able to adapt and, and shift, and like we went fully virtual. Yeah. You know, I spent fifteen thousand dollars on virtual equipment. Yeah. And everything that we needed to get going up and running, and we went fully online for the group program. Yeah, did everybody do it? Well, they did in the beginning. It sort of tailed off and it tapered, but it, every lockdown, it was it was robust. So yeah. we started doing different programs to keep people accountable. And honestly, like I said, we've been profitable the whole time. Yeah. With COVID. I think like everyone's in a different situation, but sure. if you didn't adapt, like fall. I don't feel people. I don't feel bad for people who just complain about no. like I'm shut down. It's like, well. I don't know. It's easier said than done. It sucks. We're, but we put work to, to put ourselves in these positions or like put us in. I mean, if you work hard every day, you're going to figure out how to keep working hard. Mitigate risk. Yeah. Like I, I, that's what I do every day. I'd say if you're a business owner, you are just a, a mitigating your, the risk. Totally. And you're trying to put yourself in the best position to go forward and still sustain the lifestyle or whatever you want. For sure. Like I love working hard. I don't travel a lot. I don't really care for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I build the community. I love golfing. I do that kind of sort of thing. You're, you know, yeah. you're a big golfer too and stuff like that. So I'm cool with, you know, if I have to work, 13 hours in one day, but then the next day I have four hours. Yeah, totally. I'm the same. Yeah, you work flexibility. endless amount of hours. It's like, yeah. totally. It's you know, it's not measured on how much you work, but no. how much you put into it and get out of it. I did the math. Like if I did all my hours on the turf and charged X amount per hour, it's like $117,000 I earned yeah. in yeah. hourly wages, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't look like that. It doesn't work yeah. like that. I don't even care for it like that. Would I'm you rather without, have that in your bank or like, you know... 10 squat racks and half oh, the yeah, income man, and so like, you stuff. know, or not, not, not seriously, that's like one exchange for the other, but you know, like it's in, but you own all the stuff. Totally. And that's exactly it. That's kind of cool. If in now, seven years from now, what's it all been worth? It's like, well, I own every single thing. And it's that's made X this, amount of money you know, for how many people? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right? For sure. And that's the stuff that you just take. I overlook every day and, and kind of, you like, don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. There's, if there's 10 trainers, and you're getting, I don't know, four or 5,000 in rent a month for yeah. them. So that means there's probably, you know, average of 50 sessions per trainer. So mm. 10 trainers, you're 500 sessions plus your own. Yeah. 500 sessions times 60, 70, 80 bucks. Yeah, totally. That's a lot of money a month. Yeah. That's being kind of like generated be, behind because our of you. back. Yeah, exactly. Because of you. Totally. Because totally. you took the chance to risk your tail yeah. and put the money out for rent, build a business model that was successful to sustain these people. Totally. And then also sustain your your reputation for people to continue to come. Yeah. And now you, you can choose to grow when you want to. Mm-hmm. So like I'm in the same scenario where it's like, okay, now I'm venturing into, I don't know if you saw the dusty dad. Have you caught any of that yet? No. Oh my gosh, it's funny. So the Dusty Dad is a new thing that I get. To, I have time to do now. Okay, yeah. So it's a social media thing. So it's just fitness demos. So I wear a wig. Okay. Oh, I saw you dancing around in a wig. Yes. No, I didn't okay. know. But is it on your own? Is it a separate? It's going to be. Okay. But so I, have, I created a TikTok <laughs> and I'm just starting out. Um, I've got a but little like bit. But you would have posted it on your own one, right? Instagram, okay. my yeah, personal yeah, okay. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just the Dusty Dad does a fitness demo. Yeah, that's so I do, perfect. Yeah. And I do a fitness demo that's totally wrong and erratic and it has something stupid going on in it. And then I control it for the second part and do this. Yeah. I just find I'm in the fitness industry, I'm at a point where I've I've watched and learned and looked at so many educational ones that are phenomenal. And I love them all. Yeah. But nothing out there is like translates into something you like want. Like the average yeah. Joe that's 
kind of kicking around the gym. Do they care, you know, what muscle is moving? They, the small percentage yeah. do, right? The ones that dig into it in the back end. Mm-hmm. Most care about the result the movement creates. Sure. Right? Yep. So if they can move safely, that's why they hire a trainer. Just tell me what to do. How many times have you heard that? Just tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah. Again, Learn I'll the do basics, it. Yeah. I don't really care why like why I'm doing it, but what is it going to give me? What's yeah, going to give me At this? the end of the day, that's the epitome almost, you know, like of- assuming most clients aren't in it to become educated at the end of it. Right. That's the kind if of someone's the, going in the fitness industry and they want to have a trainer to coach them. Yes. You're diving in, you're telling them all the eccentrics, concentric, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, why this and that. And, and you dig in, but the average client just wants to feel good. Yeah, definitely. And comedy in the fitness industry makes people feel good. Yeah. And I love doing it. That's it's hilarious. That's so I've been perfect. trying to like figure out what I want to do. And then I just did this hilarious voice Yeah, and I did a, a one video. It took 30 seconds to shoot. And then it took 12 seconds to do the voiceover. And then it had like 80 members laughing. Yeah, right? That's perfect. And I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, it's kind of like here. Like, not like, Who knows what it goes into? Yeah, Who exa- cares? Yeah. You just got to keep doing it. Though. Totally. That's the epitome of even it. this podcast. Yeah. This is here. It's like, this is something. I've had this space now for two years. I had, you know, it's, I've, I don't put myself out there. Like, you'll never see me talking into my camera or like, oh. even really like voicing it's hard to do. an opinion. But I feel like for some reason, I can sit across from someone and have a conversation. Like, most people can, but like, I don't see this being the same as like, you know, telling everyone to go. No, it's real. You know, it's unscripted. Yeah. It's real. So this is, but it's also fun because it's it's purely based on fun there's no metrics behind it i don't sure. care how many views who listens whatever totally. else it's like all these people i just enjoy talking to and that's it so kind of like had i done this seven years ago it'd have a completely different meaning there'd be sure. like expectations behind and it seven and years like, from now you might get there yeah if, exactly. it, if it garners attention of course being a business mind that we are we're going to see what it what it brings naturally, but it yeah. naturally comes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you exactly. said it naturally yeah. will build into something. If you're passionate about it and you're successful in the past, about everything you want, everything to be successful. And the metric of success changes as we get further along yeah. in our careers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like success to you could be, Hey, walking down the street, Hey, you're, you yeah. know, you're HQ. Yeah. Yeah. You know? totally. like, that's who you are. You know, and what I said, the first thing I thought would be cool is if like this becomes some sort of reputation where like, if something happens in the community, I have some sort of like pull to get that person on person on or sure. whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like not cool. pull, but like that I've, I try to like avoid comparing it to like Joe as Rogan as much as possible sure, yeah. because it's just so cliche. But I mean, like at the end of the day, but the, if you look up to what he's doing, the patterns of it are so much so similar too, sure. Right. Yeah, but yeah. it, that would be cool, you know, just to like, and I'll be sitting back on this in like X amount of time saying, you know, maybe saying, man, imagine we could just, interview someone local that was on the news and sure. it's like who knows well where you just gotta people. ask yeah exactly and the thing about it is like when people say like i don't want to compare to somebody else but i always look at it like okay so we've got hal johnson and joan mcleod mm-hmm. they did all those fitness videos eventually they're going to be too old to do fitness videos yeah. so who's the next one yeah i always thought when i'm a, i want to be a motivational speaker or just a talk like yeah. get out and talk to communities and i have been doing that yeah. like with united way and different things and i'm just like Tony Robbins can't be Tony Robbins forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone else is coming. Who's who's that going to be? Is it going to be you? Yeah. Or are you going to be a little bitch and bitch out on yeah, your dream? Totally. Right? Yeah. And that's like, yeah, totally. And, and who that's cares? Like, yeah, exactly. If it grows into something, it's so phenomenal. And if you want to be like Joe Rogan, I think Joe Rogan has a really cool podcast. Obviously, he's at like 1,700 and something episodes. Mm-hmm. He's done it forever. And he's super successful. And if I look at a local guy and I give him a shout out, like Justin Conoco, mm-hmm. and I'm from Prime Real Estate, right? He's done 
so many real estate videos. Yeah. Incredible amount. Yeah. And in the beginning, he wasn't super successful. Yeah. He just kept doing it. Yeah, and exactly. Doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. And now he's working with like people all over the place. New York, he's working with yeah. Scott McGilvery. He's doing all this other stuff. He's super successful. He's a leader in the community. He's making an impact. He does a lot of back-end stuff for charity. He does everything he wants to do. Mm -hmm. But what did he do? He created a community and a hub. Yeah. So he was the one, he was one of the reasons why I'm in the fitness industry. Yeah. Because he told me I was working at TD and he goes, you're not supposed to be behind a desk pushing paper. Mm -hmm. I can't feel that. So then he's just like, do something. You got to figure it out. And yeah. it took a year yeah. for me to figure out what it was going to be. And then I started working on the gym and I was like, oh, I was at good life. I'm like, yeah, fine. I'm in shape. And then all of a sudden, because I remember you guys going into the dungeon on Adelaide. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's where the, oh, I know. crew here. I watched that, all you know? of yeah. you guys. I never, I never really talked to any of you guys because, to be honest, you guys are big, intimidating. For sure. I was out of shape. And I'm just like watching you guys work out in the corner and lifting everything under the sun. And then, <laughs> and then I remember Jade getting, did, if I recall correctly, she worked at Gym Bob's. Was she a, a bartender back in her early days before fitness? Yeah, know? but it wasn't Jim Bob's. It was, it was somewhere. It was the one on, it was the, uh, it was. Uh, GT's? No, 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 no. But she was a bartender yes. somewhere. Right here in London. Uh, what was the, long time ago it was a strip club. Over Talbot by the oh. Tim Hortons. Rouge. Oh, Rouge. I don't know if it was Rouge when she was there. No, it was it was something else. That thing went through like different. Yeah, I don't know what it was when. Right, but she was a bartender, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I yeah. remember her before. I, honestly, it probably could have been. There's probably, you're probably, there probably was like five different places in there sure. that I just. Or like, yeah. she was part of the, because yeah. she's in the industry. She, I dated somebody in the industry and then paths crossed somehow yeah. through. I think she was friends. Was she friends with Anita Pimitel? I don't know. Maybe, maybe before, but I. <laughs> probably. But like. <laughs> I remember, and then seeing them go into the workout, and then you guys were all there, and like I was just like watching, <laughs> and like funny. even like Regan Grimes yeah, was in yeah. that gym, yeah, in oh, the yeah, dungeon, yeah, 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 yeah. like he was down was there, like 16, 17. yeah, as a little guy, too. right? Yeah. So I lived in London. I moved here just for college, and that's when it kind of started, two thousand three, four. So that's when I started in London. Okay, and and I remember the one old guy at uh, Good Life, and he had the the straight bowl cut. Yeah. And he was like in his 60s, yeah, yeah. old bodybuilder. I don't know his name. Nicest guy, but he was always in those weightlifting work, oh chalk in his hands. Why am I not? Uh, but you know who he is? Yeah. If people are going to be like screaming at this. Yeah. Uh, they will scream if they see this episode because they all know who. And I can't remember. I never met him, but I always oh heard him talking. God, he was lifting with all you guys. Yeah. 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 He's like in his, he's got to be 60. Yeah. Yeah. They were all now. power lifter yes. style. Like yeah, they yeah. had the brick, the, the, Piece of wood on their chest. Absolutely, bench presses we, like the tank yeah, tops yeah. before singlets everybody did and singlets, yeah, yeah. and they were ripping their shirts and stuff. So yeah. that was when I like I got first kind of introduced to that world, and I saw you guys there, but I didn't know you guys, right? Yeah. But I knew I knew Tuam. Yeah. I knew Heather King. I yeah. knew them because Heather was a trainer there, and yeah. so was Tuam. Yeah. So was Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would go there. I lived just down the street. Yeah. But we were also hardcore at Palisade above it. Yeah. Eating the chicken wings again. Yeah, wasted. exactly. And then I'm like, yeah, but I got to go to the gym tomorrow. I was right underneath and I just know. making a mockery of I my know. life. I know. And I lived on William Street there. So did, oh, no. I lived on William as so well. I was like 880 William. So just around the corner on the north side of Oxford. down. Yeah. So I lived with five guys. And uh, so we were all just hardcore partying. And I was trying to get in shape. And I was like, never getting any results. Because yeah. right? I'm just boozing my life yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden it hit. And I was like, fine. Then I jumped into the industry a year after I met with Justin. And it's just like, it's funny how like the world's kind of come full circle. And, totally. and now we're in a more mature, we're both dads. Yeah. Um, you know, we both golf. We can relate and connect. And yeah. And I find like in, in the world of the fitness in London, especially like the gyms, 
They don't really talk. Not really. Yeah, like it's they don't help each no, other. No. Like no, maybe there's a couple, but like even the ones that I talk to, it's like maybe COVID kind of like for, but I don't even like I talk to you, maybe a few others, but no, totally. I, I don't know why. You think that's that's probably you think that's the same from town to town? Uh, I think it probably is. Yeah. Everybody kind of gets their own style. And I almost equate it to like if everybody in the gym industry has an ego and then it doesn't break down. Yeah. Like you yeah. don't get out of that persona or like, oh, I'm a gym owner. I think though or that I don't like, talk to that gym because they could take my clients or something yeah, like that. Yeah. There's I, something. But I think that there would be still a good, a group of like, because we're talking about gym, gym owners that like are not to insult the ones that I say aren't, but like are above that. That would be. I think it takes a bit to get there. Yeah. I think you got to be old. I think I, I maybe because I just naturally like don't network. Like sure. I'm like, you know, You're an in introvert, my little like bubble. In your and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know, that's the bar industry all hangs out from bar to bar. True, right? Where are the, the gym, gym guys hang out? Hair. Yeah, that's a true. Is it like, is it because we're like, how do you, is that how you deadlift? You think so? Right now? I don't know what it is. Maybe. I Maybe mean, you look at how they teach it is. and you're just like, no, I wouldn't teach it like that. So then you don't become friends with those people. There's well, probably maybe we don't a, put our differences aside. There probably is a lot. Like, I, maybe it's weird because you and I don't think you or I fall into that. No, I don't think so either. Like, I don't, I could. I'm a business builder before same, I'm a trainer. Total, hundred. I wouldn't even, I'd be doing a disservice to the real trainers calling myself a trainer. Sure. Even, you know, like yeah. I'm a, I, I don't think, yeah, at, at this point, even for the last couple of years, I've been a business owner. I have not been a trainer. Right. And like, even then, like, so. Like I like digging in with people and changing, because we have communication, like, like the talks and getting people to open up their mind to see what they're able to do and stuff like that. And we do talk, like I deal with a lot of other business people. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And they help me with my business. Yeah. And same, I think right? like you deal with them. How do you connect with them through the gym itself sure, or just it's you going point. out? Like, cause I know that like inevitably you too, like the amount of, I say I don't network. That's, I guess a lie. I guess I have a, a cheat code. Okay, having yeah. the gym like sure. these clients that come in like not but anyone who 100 anyone who's paying for these services uh not that they're financially well off often they are but more so they see a value in it and they that's important right. enough for them to do it so maybe that's like a common ground but so many people in here have like i would not have the opportunities that i've had so far and i'm sure the opportunities that are still to come if i hadn't have networked or met these people through totally. the, the, the gym uh, you can never get in a, a variety of people in like, if you have a specific industry, people are coming to buy a specific thing from you. You're going to get those same people in and out. Yeah. In the like, fitness industry, you have everyone. Yeah. Like you have people that honestly struggle to pay for it, but they need to. Yeah. You have people that have more money that they don't even know what they're paying for yeah. and they don't care. Yeah. And then you have, but you have doctors, yeah. you have nurses, you have teachers, students, you have, students, you have the next have, and it's all everybody. like, everybody. Yeah. And I always like, I've done some business coaching with people and paid for some stuff and they always try to get you into this. Like, what is your niche market or what is your target audience yeah. and advertise to those target audience. And I always sit back and I'm like, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then I sit back and try to make sense of it after like that doesn't make sense. Well, Why wouldn't we want to help everybody? Well, we, me and I don't, you, me and Paul, he was on last. We were just talking about this and like kind of niche and the more specifically to the podcast. And I was like, I don't, I want my niche to be not having a niche, you know, like being all the above. <laughs> sure. Like, and I think it, it maybe it's an excuse, but I think that is a niche. Being like, and uh, like 
someone who has a niche is a hairdresser or does makeup can't open their show up to be an all of the above sure. show. Right. I guess. So going back into that, like how would, with it correlating with like fitness, like, so your niche in with the gym, you always want, yeah. Why? Like maybe is the gym. Cause I often now find myself saying, yeah, I don't, that, X, Y, and Z doesn't require a niche. Like oh, my yeah. gym doesn't require a niche because you want to help everyone. You, in a gym setting, you have a number that you can service. Yeah. Do you want to service that many? Because does it, it does it fall in line with your your values? Like, okay, if I grew to like 400 members, am I going to be able to connect with 400 yeah, members? Right? No. Probably not. Yeah. So I have to grow the price point to a point that sustains yeah. my lifestyle, yeah. whatever yeah. I want, yeah. and then hit that target number. Yeah. Do I care who fills it? I just want people to understand that like if they're going to fill it and pay and and be a good client, I want, and yes, you have good clients. You have clients that don't appreciate what you do and Mm -hmm. they go and come and it's Mm -hmm. totally cool. And there's never offense taken. No, no. Yeah. You always have that. People are looking for deals. Some people are looking for service. They all have different needs, but at the end of the day, it's like, I'm here to help who's willing to hear it. Yeah. I guess as a gym, maybe your niche would be like being able to like, do you have people on your team facilitate different niches? Maybe like, you know, like one trainer, you know, like as yeah, a gym, you probably know because they're, they're attracted to what your message is. The same thing. Yeah. So like people come to me as trainers because of the flexibility and they have the opportunity to train like a child all the way up until yeah. like I have my youngest, like I've had a, a 14 year old all the way to a 78 year old Yeah, and they're yeah. all in there for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely wouldn't want to niche it out I'm in the sense doing... of like kid, athletes. Right. You know, it's like. I've seen gyms or trainers try to do athletes only sure and maybe you just that is yours yeah you it's can't a long I don't time know, but you can't dis- I don't, you can't disagree with someone making a performance only facility no. right i guess like all you can do is care about yourself yeah. and what you want to do and put out there but i i that one thing that always gets me when you go into business coaching is find out who your target audience is and i said my target audience is anyone that needs help yeah and yeah. that's it yeah and yeah. if they're no longer needing my help and they're no longer the audience. Yeah. And they'll find their way to someone that helps them. Or back, yeah. Yeah, or, and then maybe they do come back because mm-hmm. they experience, maybe they, they realize, oh, I wasn't done learning from there. Yeah. I wasn't, they can still offer me more. Or we added some more service, sure. which is in line with what they want. Yeah. So we have people coming and going because we don't have boxing or we yeah. don't have, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we can't do it all. Mm-hmm. We can't do all the services, but we can do what we do really well for yeah. the people that want it. Totally. And I don't care who it is, man, woman, child, least as long as you're you know able to carry yourself and and in a yeah definitely a a nice manner respectful way contribute to the community good right so i think the gym i utilize it as i call it the hub it's a community where people come and meet relate one got married one's had a you know they've had kids from meeting at the gym stuff like that so it's one of those type places and it's a cool little place because I find that when you own your own business and then obviously it, it's better when it becomes successful, but it has some, it carries clout. Yeah. And it, it carries, you know, a reputation that people, Oh, I've heard about you. Okay. I'm going to trust you. For sure. You have that yeah. trust. And then you have to work, you have to work hard yeah, to build trust in them once you meet them. But I've never really struggled finding clients. Us either. Like it's at all, like anytime, you know, there's dips and things, but yeah, I, that always happens. no one's ever been like, failed because of lack of clients or, you know, inquiries or whatever like that. Like everyone else has their, you know, strengths and weaknesses, but 
I, I, I don't either. Anyone who... I think if you worry about that, you fail. Yeah, 100%. You're freaking out. Yeah. You got like, Where's the next dollar come from? You oh, my do, gosh. Yeah. You got to set it up right. And yeah. if you build it, they will come. And, like, if you're totally looking true. at something, like, it's going back to, like, where we started, like, we had... If I showed you pictures, you'd laugh, right? Like, it was, it was... I'm sure, exact same. You'd be like, why the hell did people ever come here? Because they well, trusted because you, you, because they yeah. believed in you, because of this and that. And like those same people are here still. Still trusting but and believing. It's like, yeah, like looking back. You could, you could have had a pile of rocks. And if you designed a program around those rocks that were free, people and you just had a spot to do it where people could come, yeah, and you were right? the, they would come. Mm -hmm. right? If, you're, if your mission and your goal and your brain was set on fire and you were so determined to make something happen, you could do it with sticks. Yeah. For sure. You just tie stuff to the sticks. Yeah. And then once that made you enough money, you'd buy swords. Yeah, and then, more, right? Yeah. Just kept, kept going like that. And then you build that business up. And we see a lot of, I think a lot of people in business try to like throw it together really quickly. Yeah. Maybe they have seed funding, angel investors, whatever they may have. And they have all these advantages out the gate. But if you just can't build yeah. a community, you'll never be successful. You're constantly churning. Yeah. Maybe that's what makes it emphasizes community that much more in those early years is like knowing that people aren't there because you've like had this funding to build a million dollar facility. No one like, cares about got a belt squat. Yeah, exactly. Right. Do people you have a belt are, squat? No, like no yeah. one cares. Yeah. So, it's a cool piece. Yeah, yeah. No one cares. It yeah. barely gets used. Yeah, exactly. No so one cares. it kind of emphasizes the importance on being true and building that community because people, yeah, it's, I mean, there's no other reason that people like would come here for Do you know how many gyms are in London? hundred plus. Yeah. You search, do the search engine, there's a hundred plus gym type physical fitness offerings yeah. in the city. Yeah. And it's a long list. And then we all have four to five stars, all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Right? To decipher who's the best gym in the city, you yeah. know, like that popularity vote. Yeah. Yeah. That's, no, it's, that's it's jokes. Comical, that's funny. Like <laughs> you got your members to vote every day. The same members are voting as many times as they possibly can to win your silvers. And, you know, kudos to them, whatever. I've never won it. Maybe I'm jealous. Maybe I'm not. I don't but, even go that far. I no, see my no. name on there. I consider it a win. I'm like, oh, I, I'm someone, pretty sure someone Jay just, yeah. just submitted that to the <laughs> other day. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like I see that. and to But rank, that's the thing. It's like you don't do it for like... The accolades. Yeah, yeah. so maybe... It yeah. doesn't make me more or less successful. Yeah. Um, but that's that's just it, right? It's a, it's a funny thing, but the business has definitely opened the doors to a lot of things. I've made a lot of good relationships by getting into the golf course. It's opened... So one of my old clients that I worked for at TD, he sought me out when I quit TD and knew I ran a gym. Yeah. Oh, the, the people at the bank told me you opened a gym. Yeah. So can I come and talk to you at the gym? Yeah. So he's been for 10 there years. Since, yeah. He's been talking to me. Yeah. And he just does, he, he lifts weights, but he wants oh, to no. talk to me. I get it. Trust right? me. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Some of the, like, you know, I have a very, like we, I try and I try and yeah, I get me specifically because I'm not, uh, again, I'll call myself, I'm not a trainer. I have, I still have one or two clients that like, uh, I, you know, have fair expectations, I guess, to sure. sell myself a little short, yeah, yeah. but you know, I get, I selfishly, I get more out of those situ those sessions talking and because of the, the totally. client that it is in particular, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I, it's, it's a therapist, like for me and like, not every client's going to be able to provide that. Not that you're seeking out to provide that, but sure. I have like some of the most insightful conversations I have are with that particular client. And it's just like, I, I don't know. He's we've, and him too, you know, like we have progressed in mutual, our own businesses yeah, yeah, yeah. just based on this, 
you know, hour that we have every day together mm. where like, obviously we don't like, I try and like give him more than what, you know, yeah. he expects because it's, you know, as a trainer or pretend trainer, you still don't want to like, you're not a pretend trainer. You, you still don't want to like sell, you know, not give the client what they they're paying need. for a yeah, service. So. Yes. And he, he comes in and works out and he's like, Corey, that one exercise we did the other day really got my quads on fire. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what we did. And I'm like, well, and I, in the yeah. back end, I know what we did. We yeah. got it all written down. I'm tracking as much <laughs> yeah. as I can. He has no idea that's all happening. Yeah. But um, the conversations that it, it creates yeah. is really cool because you learn from him. He's an old car salesman. He, yeah. ran, he ran dealerships, right? Yeah. But he just has all this insight to life. Yeah, totally. And he like shares books with me to yeah. read. And yeah, talks. totally. And, and everyone like, else's clients too. Yeah. Like that's oh, yeah. just, it's, again, it's the, a cool thing. part of that community. So I don't think I'd change it. If I look back 10 years, I wouldn't change the path. Uh, not as for a, a cool, second. rewarding yeah. business. Is it hard? It's not for everybody. It's hard. But um, you golfing? Did you golf that much much last year? Yeah, you I played did? for a bit. Yeah, Fuck. I'm like just down the street from it. I'm like having such a hard time this year committing to doing it again because like yeah. last year was like last year out of ten years I've golfed substantially less. Like yeah. in July, August, September, I probably golfed three times. Oh. And that was my first year yeah. with the membership at... Uh, when it locked down, I was pumped to golf. And then I, I have triplets, so I don't really get to golf as much. Yeah, as so that's what I, I mean. I, I feel like I'm golfing a like, lot. So it's It wasn't bonus. even like because of Tatum necessarily. It was just like an odd, you know, you were, sure. we were away and then it was catch up for a week and then it was away again. Well, then we were like, open clothes, yeah. open clothes, recoup, do all so this stuff. Like, it was a wild time. I'm like battling... Right in that check no, right now. I probably will. I mean, I can't see myself not, but like, it just means I have to try that much harder to get out that get much lot, more. But I get a lot of business from it. Do you? Yeah. Do. See, I'm the. Maybe I need to like figure that out because I'm on the floor more though. Like I'm in a trainer role yeah. more than you are, so I get a lot of clients, and we love talking golf, but training golf stuff. Oh yeah, but okay. I love golf so much. Okay, so that yeah. and I, I'm a I'm a decent player. Like I'm a 1.2 handicap. I'm yeah. not like the best at Highland. I'm I've won the A flight, but I'm not championship flight yeah, winner still. yet. I'm yeah. gonna win, but <laughs> I just uh, haven't done it yet. But it's like I get clients through that. I gotta figure it out. Yeah, with having that avenue of like just yeah, and I hit the ball a long way, so they all wonder how. And it sells. Everybody digs the long ball. Yeah, really. Oh, for sure. So it sells, right. but um, I just I that goes back to me like. Maybe I'm not, I, I, I got to figure out how to like get out of my skin and network, you know, like yeah, I'm an outwardly person. Yeah. Like I can, I, I can have these conversations with strangers. Like we don't really know each other a lot and I'm pretty comfortable around you. Like yeah. I, we get each other. I guess I could, I, I, you know what I mean though? I'm not like, I could never see myself pulling a client from the course. No, no, oh. I, but I don't know why. I mean, I could, but like, it just, I so get made against fun of my, on golf course because of my lats. Everyone's, so do I. Yeah, I mean, oh, same. Like you're worse than me. I like go and it's you just would like be busting out of your shirt. Right? I'm not that far, but I'm I, like, I don't want to get like, there. But like the last but. thing I want to do, honestly, the last thing I do is like, like Sell. when I'm a business owner, I don't even like. I don't. I feel like I don't want them. I don't want to. I don't go up to them and say, oh, you I own say. a gym, personal training, and this." They're they like, tell you, "Don't they ask you what you do?" Yeah. What do you say? I say, I'd say I'm a. You know, I I own a bit. Like, oh I'll, no, I'll, try it. Try it for me this summer. Try using. Because I, I just, own a gym. Yeah. That's I, it. <laughs> Don't even say, uh, no more I'm a business owner because you're more than that. But 
Just say you own a gym it's and just then start like, tallying I've, up how much revenue you get from that one line. Really? Yeah, I should. You know what? I should. I'm well, I mean, why not? Like, it's not like I'm against anything of it, but I'm it's old, like uh, easily over twenty thousand a year in revenue. I should. You're right. I, I just, I just like, I feel like oh, I own a gym. That stereotype is like she. <laughs> I wear the hat. I got Fit Club on my hat. I have golf shirts. That so have do Fit I. Club. I. Actually, I might have one if you want one. Yeah, that's one. what it is. I know. I know. And I know. then they do the rest. I know. But you offer value, and even if you have trainers here that will train them. Yeah, and let, just get them in the door. Totally, I get it. I just that comes. That, that's one flaw or like thing I need to figure out is how to like. I want to be gym. proud of networking. It's not that like I'm not proud. I'm not. I, I don't want to say that and like you get the not idea proud that I'm ashamed do. of it sure. at all. But yeah, like you're not. I'm walking I, when I walk up to the gym. And when I walk up to the, I guess this is what it is. Kind of to break it down. When I walk up to the tee box, I don't as this bigger guy, you know, sure. hitting it pretty far yeah i would want the, i don't i would want them to look at me as like a far hitting golfer a successful far hitting like but a business own like a bit versus like a stereotypical but i love gym that. owner i eat that you up know? because it's so know, funny get, man even, even People, saying it out loud I, it makes total sense i don't know why i, I eat a that. sandwich on the golf course and they're like can you eat that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I yeah. can eat that. Look at yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, and then they're like, I probably shouldn't eat it. I'm like, I don't know about you, but True. I could help if you really want it. I could help you learn that it's okay to eat this stuff. Yeah. And then they laugh. Yeah. And then they give you their card. It's so and awkward. The and they're the like, they're ribbing me. And I was in a tournament and I hit it on a hole in one hole. And um, where was it? Of course, we were playing. Oh, St. Thomas Union. Yeah. So whatever that par three by the clubhouse, I think it's number 10. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's just a short one. It's always the hole in one hole. And then the one guy in the back is like, who's the lats on the tee? <laughs> yeah. <I'm> just, <laughs> you just pulled away your nine iron and grab a driver. Who, and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. He's not, you know, he's not in shape yeah. at all, but he's the guy ribbing me. Yeah. yeah. And then he ribbed me the rest of the day. Yeah. And I'm just like. I laugh it off and I'm like, yeah, I have the lats because I own the gym. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I get it. Yeah, now. see, I get Yeah, right. And I'll like, be cheeky yeah. back with them. But that's my personality. It's not for everybody. But honestly, it, it's super easy because if you just say that and you don't ever ask them to come, they'll yeah. come. Yeah. Yeah. You've built it. Yeah. They look at, oh, what's what's showtime? Yeah, for sure. Oh, shit. It actually is decent. Yeah. Oh, hmm, okay. Maybe he is a good business yeah, owner. Yeah, right. He's not just something like, yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... They just call you up and be like, hey, man, you know, I'm looking for training. Like, yeah. I just had it yesterday. Yeah. Um, a guy I golfed with in the dad club tournament. Yeah. Just re he says, oh, my wife's messaging you. She needs to, she wants to lose X amount of weight, that kind of stuff. I've never sold them mm -hmm. on anything. Mm -hmm. I just own a gym. And they know I own a gym, but then we're connected through golf and they know I'm a good golfer. So he respects me yeah, because of that. Totally. And then all of a sudden it turns into, oh, you own a business now. I'm respecting you for that. Here's your referral. Yeah. But, yeah, I get that. I guess I guess that's happened, but. All I say is I own a gym. Yeah. That's my line. That's funny. That's it. Uh, Try not to brag about nothing. It's a business. Yeah. It's successful. Yeah. You know, Just we've done really proud, well. I'm yeah. proud of it. I've worked really friggin' hard. Anything else? You got anything like business-wise? Like. <sighs> Here, I, I got asked this question from sure. someone that's uh, pretty successful. What would your perfect day look like? What would your perfect day look like? Meaning if you've accomplished everything you've ever wanted, yeah. like 
if you had all milestones in one day yeah, type yeah, of thing, yeah. like not a, I, I answered the question by I, you know, wake up in the morning, like a perfect day as far as my day being scheduled at this point in time. And then he said his perfect day was like doing all these huge milestones. Sure. But so like all in one day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like if you were to ask me that, my first reaction would be like, wake up, have a good breakfast. I would be on the golf course. Yeah. I'd be part of it. Um, I'd probably work a little bit on the business um, and then tap into something that I'd be growing. Like yeah. I, I love a new project. A new project. Like I yeah. love that. Um, I don't need to be on a beach. Yeah. I don't need to be doing any extravagant yeah. Yeah. things. I don't need to be at a gala with, you know, mm -hmm. famous people. I don't need any of that stuff. Um, I'm a pretty simple guy. And then just with family, you know, like having my kids around. Like the other day, my daughter was at the gym with me. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So maybe they come a little to the bit gym of often with you? Not often, just because it's hard with three when you're on True. your own. Yeah. You have yeah. To, they just want to come and play and you're, yeah. you can't do anything. But my daughter was helping on Sunday. So that was really cool. That's I keep um, saying, I was like, Tatum, because, you know, 8.30 comes around, like, ah, uh, 8.30 p.m. comes around. So I should go back and vacuum. I should go back and just tie oh, it up a little bit. Back. I'm like, man, I can't wait till the day I can just give you 50 bucks and you can slide <laughs> over and do it yourself. Well, I can't <laughs> wait till the day I got three of them that can just run the business. Yeah, that too. Like Three managers. You guys can make whatever you want if you just believe in it. And they're like, I don't want to, Dad. I'm like, fine, you don't want it right now. But yeah, like the perfect day is definitely something that's simple. It's it's that security that you don't actually need to do anything. Yeah, I agree. Where then you get to do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's what that's what it allows. It yields that when you get to that point. And I have days like that. Like yeah. I have a dream board at home that yeah. I wrote up six years ago, and I, I looked at it the other day, and it just says it says hashtag golf every day. Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. Yeah, yeah. But it was like quit my day job for sure. It was but on there, and that's when I worked at TD, and I did. At, yeah, like I've accomplished like seven out of thirteen things on there. To golf every day means a lot more than what you. A regular per business, a regular, a non-business owner would think that sure. means like to go, be able to golf every day. That means like you don't have your everything's basically running without you. Without you, you know. If you can do that, these guys are calling me constantly. Um, if you can make it to that level, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I know I will. Yeah, like, same. I mean, it's inevitable. But, you but at the same working? point, like that to me also means that I don't have to be there. But it doesn't mean that I don't want to yeah, be there. Yeah, exactly. So even if I could. I'll still be there. Yeah. Like I don't see myself like I was joking the other day. I got 17 years until retirement, but I'm still going to be running a class. Yeah. Yeah. At 55 years old, mm -hmm. well, I'd be in shape. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try. Mm -hmm. I'll probably do some fun stuff as I get older to keep yeah. me in shape because I'm yeah. not. New I'm not challenges competing. and stuff. Yeah. Well, like I'm, I don't know. I'll probably dose something to keep some more muscle mass on yeah, my body. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm not afraid of it. I'm not against or for it. Whatever it is, what it is serves a purpose. But um, yeah, if I get older, I'd. Yeah. Not running a do big you, comp or anything. <laughs> do you have any, like, I mean, even going on now or, like, in the future, like, big, like, projects outside of the gym that you, like, yeah. are, would become, yeah? Yeah. Can't really. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Not, Come not, back when it's, it's out it's there. It's not, then. like, outside the gym. It's still inside. Like, the purchase of the building is something I'm putting yeah. in the universe, the development that I'm going to create. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a, it's a wellness facility. Like I've always dreamed from the day I open the doors, it's like, I'm going to have a one-stop wellness shop. Yeah. Cool. And that's the way it's going to be. And I've built it within my model now, but it's just not the size or capacity that I want to be able cool. to grow and generate what it needs to. So the impact that I'm going to have just by being able to take over the existing building at some point, um, it's going to be pretty cool, but I'm putting all the things I really love into one spot. Yeah. And then the things that I don't love, I don't have in there. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, fuck, you're talking preaching the choir. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've got this beautiful yeah. place up here, this yeah. chill room, and you turn it into a lounge, all that kind of stuff. It's great. I'm going to put like a hitting bay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. have a golf sim well, with. So to bring me to that, I tried to put one in here. The ceiling's not tall enough. It's not. So you have to, I'd have to take that. You'd have to put the swing. Yeah. Your club, like, but now you're. Like it's too tight to the to the where the top of the window is right there yeah, would work, but now you're like playing with fire. Like if oh you, yeah. if your buddy's standing a foot too close this way, it's gone. No. That was the first thing I tried to do up here. Is like you know because the TV was here, it's like right here. How awesome would this be? Sure. To but I did that at my gym because I got 14 foot. Yeah, ceilings. exactly. So I have a net, the hitting mat. I have a simulator. So I need to put in a, another floor on here in order to put a yeah. in a sim in here. So we got some work to do. Yeah, this may not. Cause you got the projector. Hmm. I don't know if you can. Yeah, it's like, or just yeah. The thing about the golf swing, though, when you're confined in a smaller space, even if it is enough clearance, you it's, feel tight. Your yeah, swing changes for sure. So I mean, um, no matter what, even you're like feeling yeah, cramped. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's things like that that I, I kind of am working on, and then honestly, I think the fitness demo fun thing could go viral. Yeah, honestly, I, that's for sure. I you never know what happens. Like no, even day to day, week to week, and it's yeah. like so that's kind of my goal, and then just keep growing. Cool. Yeah, man. Anything else? No, I appreciate having a venue like this. This is cool. To yeah, no, I, your space we'll see and, where I appreciate just like I've been trying. Now I'm trying to get on, you know, like real guests and like, sure. you know, we're all real. No, but we're like something special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm including you and yeah, yeah, real, yeah. you know, and I'm not like so hopefully. Yeah, I think one thing that makes it like we have a podcast, too. We haven't really been. Actually, actually, that's kind of what I wanted to ask you about too. Is like we do protein sips. Yeah. So it's business, life, health. We kind of talk about everything. It's mm -hmm. called protein sips. I, I got a guy on Fiverr to do a jingle for me. Yeah. So I paid for that. So we have the intro, outro, jingle. Uh, we did it all, all the way to the. You know, How the long nines. you had it now? Uh, we started it in the first lockdown. Okay. Okay. So sure. we only have like eight or nine episodes, but I did have Jordan Syatt on. Really? Yeah, he's already been on my podcast. Cool. We didn't really pump it out yet, but it's out there. His you, episode have, is have on Have you there. asked a lot of people to come on? No. Okay. I asked okay. one and it was him. Really? I, and I'm Michelle Kennedy, fitness. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Michelle yeah, yeah. Kennedy, she's been on it. Um, who else has been on the show? Jill, um, Jill Best, she swam across Lake Ontario oh, this cool. past summer. Oh, um, so she raised money for like organ donation transplants yeah, and yeah. stuff. So she's an organ transplant, um, Olymp like she goes to the world games. Oh, cool. She's a champion. She set world records. Um, her husband, Zach is a trainer at my gym. So she's a natural guest to come cool. on, but she's super accomplished and I look up to her. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we've had some cool people. Do you do it? On, but is it, do you? Do would those people have come sat across from you? No, it was all pandemic, so it was just oh, through Zoom. Yeah, I guess you didn't even have a choice. No, we yet. just did it all through Zoom so far. Um, we haven't done anything live yet, but um, there is works on that to get a space and stuff like that. And but yeah, protein sips is out there. We're eight or nine episodes. Yeah, I listen fun. to it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah, cool. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a nice way to just connect with people, yeah, right? And get yeah. your that's like yeah, get your voice heard. Everybody just wants to talk and have someone listen. Yeah, I don't care if it's a hundred or ten. Same. I don't care. My yeah. community, it's a value add to them. There's some good episodes that have gone out and stuff like that. Well, so let me come on there then. Yeah, we'll we'll do a, a back and forth now. I'll go I had up, a, I'll bring you on mine. I, had, I don't know if this is, man. I was so you'd be the perfect one because you have all the protein. We we'll actually do a protein review. Protein sips. Just bring them all. Just bring like five <laughs> different kinds. We'll chug them all. We'll have an upset stomach. We'll talk about which one hurts, which one doesn't. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but I do have an idea that I think we could do, and and maybe we won't 
bring it out to yeah. the world yet, but I think we should. Sure, I'm again for do whatever. A YouTube something or other. I'm in for whatever. I'll talk to you on one okay. off. I don't want to squeal the secret, but I think it could be good because YouTube's the way to go. Yeah. From a an exposure standpoint, and if you do want to grow something, like you know Dave, right? Yeah, 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 and for sure. He does Man, a sniper. Wild. So yeah, twenty five thousand so subs. He not to like take away from what you're saying, but he was like, Ian, can I do my podcast in your space up here? And I was like, Yeah, for sure, of course you can. Like anyone who's ever asked to use this sure. space sure. for the record, you're more than welcome to ever use it. But I was like, oh, man, I've always wanted to do one myself. Like, maybe this will – you do yours, I'll do mine too. It'll keep me a little bit more accountable. Sure. And he's like, man, just uh, – basically, yeah, you just got to put it up. So I put this on Spotify, YouTube. I put all the video video on YouTube. on YouTube. Yeah, cool. And then the, the, the uh, audio is on Spotify. Yeah, Spotify, iTunes. Anchor, iTunes, yeah, and, all and that I just, stuff. I just use Anchor. I think I, I got Anchor. it from you. Yeah, I, I use I, Anchor, but it loads them to everything, yeah. all the platforms, which is super simple. Yeah. So he would but back to killing he, it. Yeah, so, I mean, just consistency and, like, doing it sure. that way is, like. And showing showing them the care. Yeah. Whether they, because they're, they're in the trading industry, and whether mm. they're successful, obviously success breeds success. Yeah, so yeah. they have to show really good trades, and they're smart about it, and Ronnie's great. Mm -hmm. And I've learned from them yeah, a lot. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I grew my account 400% yeah. with some of their tips. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. it's like, oh, okay. And now I'm chilling. The market's kind of wild for me right now and stressful. Yeah. So I kind of just. I go on waves too with yeah, it. It's like, yeah. You can't always. I haven't gone to the foreign exchange yet. I want to, but I haven't done it yet. But, um, but they, yeah, they're just always, they're always there. Yeah. They're always Dude. doing what they say they do. And now yeah. they're growing it to something else. And then I've chatted with him about supplements and, mm -hmm. and even creating, you know, trying to create my own and stuff like that and get some insight from him because he's in Believe yeah. pretty hard. Or, um, and then you run your own shop too. So there's lots of ways that we could probably help each other and totally. stuff. But it's just like bringing those people together. Yeah. And I think that's what you do really well. And now that you have this space, you can do it even more and, and hit the lane of fulfillment that way. Like that's where I'm focused on is what things fulfill me. Yeah. Same. Um, versus chasing the buck. Yeah. Hundred percent. Am I the most successful more. in the world? No. Yeah. Do I have a ton of riches? No. But I have everything I need. Man, we're living right now where we're comfortable yeah. in whatever our relative comfortableness is, and now we can do stuff that like does lead to those like stuff you can't predict. Sure. Yeah. It's like you can't. I can't. Opportunities fall on you. You're if like, this podcast cool. makes me a millionaire one day. I could have never done it without working my ass off for seven years in a row, having the gym, falling into this place, totally. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So it's like it, it just having the, the availability to do something that is stress-free and that you like is like honestly worth it all. And that's like, when the greatest things are created. Exactly. People are passionate about something and they do it for nothing. Yeah. If you can work for free, you're doing the right thing. Totally. And that's it. So, okay. Cool, man. Thanks for coming. Appreciate it. Oh, Thank you. You want to go through a walkthrough? I'll yeah, walk I'll do a walkthrough. Yeah. Okay. Peace.